Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. I know no one asked me what my favorite thing about you is, and there's a lot of favorite things. One of my favorite things about you is how well you can make a bed. Say what you will about Maddie St. John. Guy can make a bed. And <laughs> for that, I'm, I'm thankful for the Marines. Yeah. So shout out Marines. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Liz. And Maddie. And Maddie. Maddie is home. Maddie's our special guest. We're giving Kelly a break. Kelly works too hard. She, um, the Stumpies were like sick all last week, which is why we did not have an episode. So we said, you know what, Kelly, take some more time off. We have a guest of honor to bring on anyway. And that is my husband who has been deployed for the last two months. So welcome, Maddie St. John. <laughs> uh, I, w- I wouldn't really call it an appointment. I would just say I was overseas for two months. Yeah, you know what? It's just like it seems like less complicated to just say deployed. Yeah, but for all of your many military listeners out there, I know... That's not the technical term. Yeah, I know there's like a big, um, you know, 18 to 30-year-old male demographic mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. listens to your podcast. Yeah, so the prob- main demographic, yeah. yeah. Probably have a lot of Marines listening in, so... For, for all of you Marine listeners out there, no, it's not a deployment. Yeah, actually, so we did we did ask the Carpool Instagram, what do you want to know about Maddie? And a, there were a lot of questions that are military related because I don't really talk about it very much on my Instagram because A, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. B, I don't understand. The military is very confusing, especially for someone who was not raised in a military family. And you try and explain it to me, but I just get... I get very confused and then I forget. It's okay. My my dad was in the military and if you asked either one of my sisters anything about what he did in the military, okay. so they, they also would don't have zero idea. Okay. So I guess like, so that is one of our questions and we will get to our Q&A, but like, tell us where, where you, can you tell us where you were? Yes. Where were you? <laughs> uh, I was in Okinawa, Japan. And so you were just overseas because Why? So, uh, in 2019, I transitioned over into the reserves. Um, there's a couple of different ways that you can go about your continued service. Uh, the way in which I'm doing it now, instead of doing one week in a month, two weeks a year, I do larger chunks here and there. And it's, it's a lot more flexible and they're able to, um, adhere to your schedule a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, And when we made the determination that you would be doing this versus the one week in a month, um, we weren't pregnant and you were working really hard hours. You're working night shift with your civilian job. So at the time, it seemed like a really good idea. And then <laughs> we're pregnant and we're like, oh, no, we're going to move on. So before we started the podcast, Maddie is an avid Carpool podcast listener. Um, maybe that's where all of our demographic of the male Marine is coming from. Um, and he was doing our, our segment intro. So I would like you to, <laughs> to introduce our Gen Z slang or our millennial word of the day. Millennial. Well, can you, can you lead me off? Cause I'm, I'm usually singing along. Okay. So now it's time for our Gen Z word of the day. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Not that much of a listener. Now it's time for the millennial word of the day where we, we learn Gen, Gen Z, Z slang, slang so, so you could be, be less lame. lame. There you go. Now this one we've said, this is a very common Gen Z slang, but I, it, it's probably the one that's most prevalent to your life, which is why I wanted to bring it up and I want you to explain to everyone what it means. What does spilling the tea mean? Oh, spilling the tea. It It is a highlight of any... Day, week, month, 
Uh, when you're spilling the tea, you're dishing out that hot goss. Yeah. That's where whatever you're doing, put your cell phone down. If you're, you know, playing with your nieces and nephews, end of playtime, let's get down to business and dish the, the goss. Tea, the goss. Yeah. Talk about the goss. Yeah. So that is what spilling the tea means. Um, you love tea. I love tea because I don't really have a lot of tea in my own life. No. Um, so I live off of other people's tea. Yeah. We were saying the other day, actually yesterday, because everyone was like, what are you going to do when Maddie comes home? And I'm like, we honestly don't have a thing, single thing planned, except we have reality TV to catch up on. And that mm. is the parent test on Hulu, which we were really enjoying before you left. And the new season of Love is Blind. So like, that's what we need to catch up on. But what we were saying is the reason we like to watch these shows and the reason we like to watch them together is because it allows us to like gossip, but like not about people we know. <laughs> and like we can just like shamelessly just like gossip about people on TV for fun. Oh, yeah. Which makes it feel, you know, it makes it feel a little bit more wholesome um, and less morally corrupt when you do it about strangers on TV than people you know right it's never going to get back to them that, exactly I mean, that we think they're terrible parents and and that's why <laughs> and, that, and that's literally why it's why they put out reality tv so anyway that is spilling the tea okay so like i said we have some questions for you maddie so um i asked the carpool instagram and we got a lot of similar questions so i kind of picked some of the most popular topics and i just want to get one out of the way that i didn't know was so controversial is your name Maddie? Is it short for anything? Does everyone call you Maddie? Does only Liz call you Maddie? Uh, my name is Matthew. Mm-hmm. Two T's. Mm-hmm. Um, but I go by Matt or Maddie. It depends on who you are in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so friends, like peers of mine, guys I play rugby with, uh, all call me Maddie. My family calls me Matt or... Um, Hey, dum dum, and things like that. You know, <laughs> loving, endearing terms. Uh, you call me Maddie. Your family calls me Maddie. Basically, if you met me later in life, basically in school, I got tired of being Matt S. Oh, so, so that's where it comes from. Yeah. So to circumvent being one of a myriad of Matts, mm-hmm. I just decided to be Matt T. Your hinge profile said Maddie. So when I met you on our first date, I said, "Should I call you Maddie or Matt?" And you said, "You can call me whatever you want." And I said, okay, well, your Hinge profile said Maddie, so I'm going to go with it. But it does feel kind of informal and friendly to call someone Maddie. Yeah, like random strangers or if I meet you for the first time, I'm probably going to introduce myself as Matt. Yeah. Uh, because I, I don't know you and I probably don't like you that much. So. <laughs> okay, it seemed unnecessary. <laughs> but but if someone, if someone recognized you and they went up to you and they were like, oh, I recognize you from the, you know, Liz, and they call you Maddie, is that... Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be offended by it. Okay. The only thing that the only name that people can call me that will really turn my head is if you call me Matthew. Okay. Like I had a boss who in my email signature, you know, my name is Matt St. John. Mm-hmm. I sign every email like inform Matt. Mhm. Uh, he responds to every email with Matthew. Yeah, that's kind of scary. And it makes me feel like I'm in trouble every time yeah. I read an email. Yeah. Okay, well that's good to know for me that that is how to get your attention. Um okay. Big question. How was it seeing Liz for the first time, especially with a bump? <laughs> um, it wasn't as overwhelming as I thought it would be because we FaceTimed mm-hmm. um, so frequently and I got the full body shot pretty regularly as you were making your coffee in the morning as I was getting ready to go to sleep. Um, so, you know, we would just sink Bump City. 
bomb bomb city bomb city bomb bomb, bomb city. city yeah um so i i had a pretty good idea as to what you know the bump looked like uh but no i was gonna do bump dates yeah bump dates yeah and you would see my instagram 100 percent. i'm yeah. an avid follower of Liz st john yeah one yeah. of the ogs um but no it was great seeing you for the first time at the airport uh cried immediately i cried <laughs> yes I cried you, a lot. You, you cried immediately yeah uh but no liz looked gorgeous she had on a smoking hot yellow dress thank you liz just gets better and better every time i see her you did grab my stomach and you were like whoa this feels like a basketball and it, like that's what you said that was your reaction it, really like i've never felt a pregnant woman's yeah. stomach before right why and would you have <laughs> i didn't know <laughs> I didn't know what it would feel like. I just mm-hmm. kind of envisioned it's a big belly. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of envisioning it being like, like not so soft. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I envision it being softer. Yeah. And when I felt it, I'm like, it's like Whoa. a shell. Yeah. It literally feels like I'm palming a basketball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, next question. What did you miss the most about me? Day to day banter. Mm. Um it's kind of a cliche, but my wife genuinely is my best friend. Uh, and so I love just the back and forth, uh, you know, discourse we have throughout <laughs> the day. We have fun. Yeah. Okay. Why did you choose the Marine Corps? And if you could go back knowing what you know now, would you still choose the Marines or would you choose a different branch? Uh, I joined the Marine Corps for a variety of reasons, but the one that's probably most relevant and prevalent is the fact that uh, I did and I do consider the Marines to be the um, most rigid, most traditional, uh, and the most selective branch mm. of the military. Um, and so when, so I like, I remember 9-11 very well. Mm-hmm. Mr. Kugler's class, biology, no big deal. I remember the TV what, what being- What grade were you in? Sixth grade. I was in, I was in first or second grade. Yeah, that was back in the day when they used to bring the TVs in on the yeah. rollers. Mm-hmm. So I like I remember that pretty vividly. Uh, my grandfather was a Marine in the Second World War. Um, but yeah, I wanted to be a part of an organization that I could trust without a doubt that the people I'd be serving with were at least marginally competent mm. and had the same motivations as me. So and going back, um, knowing what I know now, I probably would have still chosen the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. but... My dad and my paternal grandfather, so my dad's dad, they were both soldiers. Um, which is army. Which is in the army. Um, I think it'd probably be a harder decision looking back now. Um, Why is that? If you join the army and you're uh, competent and you want to be exceptional, there are a lot more opportunities for individual development. Mm. The Marine Corps, it's a lot more unit focused. So if you're like a very squared away officer, if you're a good officer, uh, your opportunities to go off and do different schools and really hone yourself individually are a lot more finite. Whereas in the army, they allocate a lot more opportunities to go and build different skill sets and really sharpen those into things that you can rely on. Interesting. Um, okay, switching gears from the military. Next question. What are you most excited about and what are you most nervous about with being a dad? Uh, nervous. I don't want to screw my kid up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, what I'm most excited about is I have some pretty, um, definitive ideas as to how I want to raise our children, especially with our first child being a son. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, a lot of that is hinged on what my parents did with me 
things that I liked. Um, obviously I plan to implement things that I disliked or I wish they would have done differently. I plan to, you know, obviously change those things up, but I'm a massive nerd. I'm a big philosophy and history guy. Mm -hmm. So I plan on really nerding up our son and then relying on Elizabeth to make sure that he's cool. You're relying on me to make sure he's cool? Yeah, dude, you're hip. You're hip. You got all the Gen Z slime. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, to make sure they're less slime. Well, it's probably mortifying that his mom would like have a podcast where we just talk about like (laughs) what the generation below us is doing. It probably sounds so, so cringe. Well, I'm just looking forward to being able to, you know, dish tea on all the other, you know, kids and their parents. Oh. You know, once once SBJ starts making some friends. You just said his nickname. <laughs> that's your that's your uh, is name that our, clue. Is yeah. that our name clue? <laughs> yeah, that's your name clue. <laughs> we uh we do have a name, but we refer to him as SBJ. So do what you will with that. Doesn't really give you any information as to what the name is, but <laughs> you can uh you can use that. Um okay, I guess we're gonna start with the baby name hints now. So that will be that one for this episode. Yeah, I think so. That All one's right. that one's pretty hot in the streets <laughs> you gotta get it together st john oh my gosh <laughs> okay so you're most excited to just have like a buddy that you can like nerd out with and like shape to be like the person that you your ideal person and you're nervous that we're gonna screw him, screw him up i'm not nervous that we'll screw him up it's just like parents have a like a pretty massive responsibility to make sure that they're you know raising a fully functional like well-educated individual who can contribute to society. And so uh, I think that's often overlooked when people talk about raising kids, and mm. especially not having kids ourselves at the moment. It's like, it's very easy to give parenting advice, but there's a lot of yeah. stress involved in that. I heard a podcast that was, <clears throat> it's it's not that you're raising kids, you're raising adults. And I feel like that's very much your outlook on it. Um, yeah, I want to make sure our kid like has a fun, fulfilling childhood, but I also am very focused on their future. Yeah. And I would much rather sacrifice short-term, you know, comforts and ensure that they have long-term success in their future. See, I'm not really worried about screwing our kids up because you sound so confident in it that I'm just going to like kind of let you figure it out. I mean, with boys, I feel very confident. Yeah, with girls, it's another. <laughs> we'll see if we have any girls. <laughs> it's like interacting with my seven-year-old nephew. It's I know what's going on in that little brain of his. Yeah. Uh, interacting with my six-year-old niece, different beast. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. How and when did you know that Liz was the one? Um, Definitively, probably a few months into dating. But uh, I mean, our first date, <laughs> like on our first date, all the things that you're not supposed to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a firm believer in talking about all of those things. Yeah. So like politics, religion, like more more than the superficial things. We, we made a joke on our first date. Like by the time we had the, like this really deep conversation, it was like, all right, how much money do you make? Because <laughs> it was like <laughs> before we covered, taxes. Yeah, we covered like a lot of really intense conversations. Well, I mean, if you're dating for fun, then you know you can stay on that superficial level. But if you're dating because you're looking for a partner if you're looking for someone that you could potentially marry i don't really see the i don't really see the appeal of wasting people's times from that first date onward it's like all the things that was that were endearing to me on our first date just continue to build and reinforce themselves on every subsequent date and every time we hung out i love the witty banter love the wit 
the banter is great. Liz, I think, is one of the funniest people I've ever met. She assures me that she's not that funny, and I'm the only person who thinks that. It's but true. I think I'm a pretty good gauge of humor, and Liz is... No, I just know you're... <laughs> I just have you so pinned. I know what you will think is funny. No one thinks I'm as funny as you do, which is truly such a blessing. <laughs> they can keep you around. And today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Listen, I've been taking AG1 for months now, and it is truly the easiest way to get all the daily vitamins and minerals you need. All you do is mix one scoop and a glass of water once daily and enjoy. It's the healthiest thing you can do in under a minute. I take AG1 in the morning after my breakfast, and I just feel like it sets me up for such a successful day. AG1 gives you increased energy, mood support, making it easy to live your best life. Working this one healthy habit into my morning routine encourages me to continue making healthy choices throughout the day, and it makes me feel good. You can take your AG1 at home or on the go with their travel packs. It's so easy, there is no excuse not to get your supplements in. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and buy free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash carpool. That's athleticgreens.com slash carpool. Check it out. Okay, so those are some. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Questions everyone had for you, Maddie. So thank you so much for enlightening us. Um, so it's time for Liz's Feral Freeway. You know what Liz's Feral Freeway is. I'm familiar. It's very similar to Kelly's Driveway Dump. Correct. Some people call it Real Talk with Liz, but we're kind of playing with both. So um, here are some things I wanted to talk about. Number one, this is apparently a controversy going on on the internet, and I thought that it would be something that you would actually have a lot to say on. Um, And that's Top Sheets. Okay? Tell me more. So someone sent me this meme or this this tweet, and it said, people say millennials killed chain restaurants, marriage, and napkins, but when will they, igno- they acknowledge our greatest takedown yet? Top sheets. I don't know a single millennial who uses one. Top sheets are archaic. This is just the truth. So this sort of concept has blown up, and now there is a, are you a team top sheet or team no top sheet? You want me to leave this off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know what, where I'm at. Okay. I'm obviously team top sheet. Yeah, I'm team um, top sheet. I, and I don't want to like make everything military focus. And I don't also want to raise our kids with me being like a drill instructor. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, like making a bed to me, there are a few things more rewarding than walking into a bedroom and the bed looking just very tight and clean. And there's a lot of studies that support that, that it's a good way to start your day. It's such like the way that your, your room looks is a good representation of like your brain. And it just, there's a lot of studies I think that support the benefits of making your bed in the morning. For sure. But at the end of the day, it's like a cleanliness thing. Like mm-hmm. Your base layer sheet obviously is there to keep you having a little bit of standoff from your mattress. Mm-hmm. And then the next sheet and then so on and so forth. It gives you versatility. If it's too hot, you just start to shed layers uh-huh. and you shed your layers all the way down to the top sheet. If you don't have that top sheet for redundancy and it's too hot, what are you just going to sleep out in the open like an animal? Yeah. 
So I guess the argument, okay, so we're both team top sheet. I thought, I didn't know where you're going to land because Maddie actually prefers to sleep on a top of a fully made bed with a bottom sheet, a top sheet, a comforter, and then you go grab a blanket and you <laughs> lay on top of the comforter with just a blanket. Like I when said, I'm, it's not about making the bed in the morning. <laughs> it's about, it's about <laughs> walking into the bedroom at the, at the end of the day made. and it looks good. Um, so... If, if Maddie had it his way, we would just both have blankets and sleep on top of our fully made bed every night. But obviously, I don't do that. Um, so I guess the argument is that top sheets get annoying because sometimes they get bunched up at the bottom of the bed. You don't really need it. Like, it's not really protecting you from your comforter. We're both saying that that is absolutely insane. And anyone who believes that is, what yeah. are you doing? If you can properly make a bed and like... Put your nurse's corners in for your bottom sheet, then it shouldn't come undone at the bottom. Um, that might be. I know no one asked me what my favorite thing about you is, and there's a lot of favorite things. One of my favorite things about you is how well you can make a bed. Say what you will about <laughs> Maddie St. John, guy can make a bed. And <laughs> for that, I'm, I'm thankful for the Marines. Yeah, so shout out Marines. Um, okay, so I thought that was maybe going to be. I didn't really know where you were going to fall on that, to be honest. So as far as the cleanliness aspect. Um, of having a top sheet, you know, protecting you from the outside world and everything. Where do they land on having Australian shepherds get underneath the covers with you with their paws that have been freshly outside all day? Where does that land? Because that is something that happens in our household. That's a great question. And, you know, again, harkens back to parenting. You yeah. go in with the best of intentions. <laughs> right. Before I brought Mr. Texas Ranger into our lives, full name, Texas Ranger Suntrop St. John. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pretty adamant, like, this dog will not go on furniture. He won't go on couches. He won't go into beds. Um, for the cleanliness aspect of uh-huh. it. Um, however, I, I mean, if you guys have ever seen Texas Ranger, I mean. He's so cute. He's the cutest dog <laughs> he's ever lived. He's just the biggest cuddle bug. Um, and far be it from me to dull his shine and prevent him from getting into our bed. So, I mean, does that entail us cleaning our sheets more frequently? It certainly does. Um, does it do a heck of a lot when he immediately gets back into bed and wants to snuggle up? No. No. Okay. So as long as we're on the same page, uh, as long as we're both hypocrites. It's less forward. about cleanliness, Elizabeth, and it's more about versatility. Okay. I, 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 you know what? I thought that was a really good perspective and I appreciate that. I sleep hot. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Another thing I wanted to bring up. A, you haven't really gotten to see many of my pregnancy symptoms because you haven't been around, but one pregnancy symptom that I've been experiencing that I wanted to tell you, and I'm hoping other people can relate, is um, pregnancy giggles. Tell me more. I think I, I think I have never laughed harder than when I was pregnant. I was at my parents' house and my dad had me raffling and... He was like, you have the pregnancy giggles. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, mom had them. So my mom was one time in a meeting when she was pregnant. (laughs) It's so stupid. And um, they were talking about when you mix a horse and a donkey, that makes what? A mule? Or Jenny, but yes, go on. Okay. But she was like, why don't they call it a a honky? She started laughing. Everyone like kind of laughed. They're like, oh, that's kind of funny. She couldn't stop laughing. She had to leave the meeting <laughs> to go get control of herself. And then she came back in, sat back down and started laughing again about the honky joke. Was this her own joke? Yeah. <laughs> and so then my dad's retelling this story. I'm crying laughing as I'm talking to him about it. And I go, that's that's funny. And also, why didn't they or they could call it a dorse? 
And then I start cracking myself up. So anyway, pregnancy giggles. Have they happened to you? It, not you. I, this is like a generic question to the uh, overall audience. Have they happened to you? Oh, I, is thought, it a thing? I thought you were asking me because I'm experiencing a lot of sympathy symptoms. Yeah, for sure. You you are actually taking this pregnancy worse than I am. Maddie's like, the pregnancy insomnia has been so bad. I'm like, <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more. Okay. Um, this is uh, another sort of topic going on with reels. Uh, you love reels. Big you re- love Instagram reels. Big reels guy. So what what is your Instagram reels looking like? Anything insightful you want to bring to everyone? Um, you know, just be mindful about what you're talking about with your phone nearby because uh, it's listening to everything you're saying. Uh-huh. So traditionally, you know, my Instagram is just covered with rugby and military and history stuff. All things I talk about, all things I love. Uh, over the past several months, though, it is just nonstop pregnancy 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 (laughs) how this is how i raise kids and you name it to the point where i'm learning so much more about pregnancy (laughs) than probably you ever needed to know the aftermath of pregnancy yeah you know what i'm happy i'm happy you're getting prepared (laughs) and and in this in instagram reels is is teaching us both because maddie will send me send me reels he's like did you know this happens (laughs) i'm like yeah dude why do you think i'm scared to give birth <laughs> little did i know we have to get adult diapers too <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh so cute um one instagram shout out that we like to give like content creator shout out sometimes on our uh on our podcast you have a favorite instagram couple to the point they started on tiktok i remember first finding them on tiktok and now they're very prevalent on um instagram as well and i just thought maybe you would want to like share uh them. I, it's john and what what's his wife's name alex alexandra alexandra and what's- uh, john buff so it's j-o-n dot b-o-u-f-f you've certainly seen them they are just a really funny relatable comedian like comedy relationship account they make me laugh out loud all the time basically every time they post something yeah so uh so it's alexandra alexandra madison with two n's is the wife and john buff is the husband so go check them out if you haven't maddie like wants me to somehow become instagram (laughs) famous enough to like be friends with them and i don't know how that's gonna happen they're an extremely relatable couple um and i'm sure everyone out there has had the situation where the wife has a friend who has a husband or a boyfriend or the husband has a friend who's got a wife or a girlfriend or whatever and you like go on a double date and it's you know it's like a 50 50 proposition on the person that you're supposed to be hanging out with and discussing if you're gonna like him or not yeah yeah yeah. i'm like let's just make this happen i'm confident we will get on with these people like a house on fire that's actually a pretty good point and a good conversation to have it is very hard to find couple friends where the men connect and the women connect yeah it's it's a it's a unicorn for sure but we've we've been lucky we've we have a few like couple friends yeah but it, it is it is hard. You never you never know what you're getting yourself into because I saw this one reel. Hey, we're back to real talk. It's like being on a first date. It really is. Or it's like if my friend who I've been friends with and now we're bringing around her boyfriend and now you just like have to connect with this guy. <laughs> that was this reel I saw. It was like and then the girls are obviously chit chat. You're just like trying to make small talk with this guy that you have n- no reason to ever be in the same room with outside yeah. of the fact that the women are friends. It's like you like sports. No. 
Okay. Okay. You watch any good movies? No. All right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's a good. I like that. Okay, Maddie, we have one more question for you. This is around you going overseas. Notice how I said it going overseas and not deployed. Thank you very much. Um, how did this one feel different while while either you were there or coming back, knowing that you had like a wife and a baby on the way? Did it feel any different for you? Uh, it was infinitely worse. Yeah. Uh, for sure, the shortest amount of time I've ever spent overseas, but uh, in four of my five deployments, pretty easy, like not homesick whatsoever. And then when we were dating, all of a sudden, it was a real bummer. Uh, <laughs> Why? Why? Someone I cared about was at home waiting for me. So, uh, Who is that someone? <laughs> I don't know. If, <laughs> hey, Liz, quick question for you. In the podcast studio, aka one of our spare bedrooms, yeah. <laughs> there's some hardware. Can you can you tell the listeners what that hardware is? Are you wanting me to talk about the award that I received one day in the mail? Yes, the uh, and I think it was unanimous that year. So one one uh, what was it? 2022. Um, actually, the first year that I got married, uh, or the year I got married. Um, I received this award in the mail and it was a little trophy and it said, uh, world's hottest wife, Elizabeth St. John. Yeah. So you could say I had the world's hottest wife, 2022 waiting for me I back home. I still didn't know where that came from. It just showed up one day. Yeah. I'm not really sure either, but obviously <laughs> the people were listening and I mean, first year eligible, that's a very impressive, it's like unheard of, unheard of, unheard of. We'll see if I'm up for, uh. <laughs> milf of the year this year <laughs> we'll who, see who knows <laughs> who knows that would be impressive if i was back to back yeah i you know. maybe starting to talk about a dynasty <laughs> yeah uh so fifth deployment was was super long because i had you waiting for me um and then this go around it's gone for just about two months <laughs> yeah. uh and having my wife my unborn child and your Miles, dog Miles australian shepherd texas ranger and your adopted Pomeranian. And my, and my adopted Pomeranian, you know, he's not my son, but he's got my last name now. So yeah. um, having you guys waiting for me, it was like moving at the speed of smell. So, yeah. You know, I tell people, and I don't know, this probably isn't totally the same for you as it is for me, but when you're gone and then I talk to someone and they have a long distance boyfriend and they're like, oh, I haven't seen my boyfriend in two weeks. And then they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I should not say that in front of you. I would say any time apart from the person that you love, your significant other is, it sucks. Like it, it's, it's annoying when one of us like is gone for the weekend. So like any amount of time is not fun and hard. But on the flip side, typically your employer loves it. Uh, cause my boss would be like, Hey, would you mind doing this? You know, in all hours of the night? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Oh, because you have nothing going yeah. on. My yeah. freaking life's back in America, dude. I don't, I don't care about working, you know, 19 hour day. Crazy days. hours. Yeah. You've got no social life. You've got nothing to do except go to the gym or work. Yeah. I'm like, my alternative is sitting in a room and waiting for my wife to wake up. So. Yeah. So it's good for you. Yeah. Let's kill some time. Okay. Thank you so much for that, Maddie. We are going to segue into our taste drive. And I'm so excited about this one. You have not seen this trend yet on social media, but it is the fruit roll-up ice cream challenge. 
So I, this has been all over my reels. You have not seen this. I haven't seen it at all. My, again, my reels are very curated. Okay. Pu- puppies, rugby, military, history, babies, birthing. <laughs> birthing. <laughs> Love it. Um, so for those of you who have not heard it, what it is, you take a fruit roll up and you put ice cream in it and Within seconds, it is supposed to go, the fruit roll-up is supposed to go from this fruit snacky material to a crunchy outer layer. So I'm going to give a bit of a trigger warning that we're not going to turn the volume down when we're chewing because part of the appeal of this challenge, I guess, is the crunch that the fruit roll-up makes once the ice cream is applied to it. So if it's absolutely atrocious, I'll have the producer edit it down. But like you have, I feel like you have to hear the crunch. So I have seen it done two ways. I've seen it done with vanilla ice cream and a fruit roll up. Um, and I have seen it done with mango ice cream with tahine, which and hot sauce. But I didn't bring the hot sauce up because that sounds unhinged. So we're just going to do it with tahine, which sounds actually pretty good. What do you think? I think you just have margaritas on your mind. Could be. This could just be me trying to cope. But either way, um, <laughs> let's try it. Okay, so let's start with the vanilla because that seems like the safer option. It's already hard. Now, do you want me to bite into it into the microphone? No, just like... Okay. okay. <laughs> oh. okay what do you think? Uh, it tastes like a fruit roll-up with vanilla ice cream in yeah, it. Yeah, it does. Um, it does create this hard, crunchy outer layer. And it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But like, it's not changing my life. But I do think, oh my gosh, Maddie, you need to chew away from your mic. This is how we get canceled. Oh, I'm so sorry. This is amateur hour. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's fine. Um, I'm kind of more excited to try this one with like the mango and the tahini. I feel like that's going to bring like another layer to it. But the vanilla is fine and it's worth it's worth like doing with kids because it is cool when you take the bite and it becomes crunchy yeah let me rephrase it tastes like a fruit roll up with ice cream in it that's crunchy (laughs) thank you okay let's try the mango one okay what do you think about the mango one uh definitely had a more unique flavor uh, than the vanilla one. Yeah, I would say I liked a little bit more. The tahini was kind of fun. The mango was kind of fun. Uh, I did see an Instagram. I don't know if it matters. It is the Briars mango ice cream. So it's not a sorbet. It is truly an ice cream. I'm sure like a sorbet would also be really good. Um, For your male listeners, um, what's a sorbet? <laughs> so you don't know what a sorbet is? <laughs> Is that not ice cream? It, well, it's like a fruity ice cream, so it's not milk based. I don't think I don't think a sorbet is technically like milk based. <laughs> it's more just like a fruit. What an educational podcast today! Yeah, so it a sorbet is a frozen dessert made using ice combined with fruit juice, fruit puree, or other ingredients such as wine, liquor, honey. So yeah, there you go. The more you know. Maddie did make a good point as we were chewing these. Um, while we turned the mics down, he said, if you want to like some peace and quiet from your children for like 45 seconds, give them one of these because it is very time consuming to like chew and eat. Would you rather have this or a singular scoop of ice cream or a singular fruit roll up? A singular scoop of ice cream, 100%. <laughs> yeah. um, it's worth doing if you have all the, if you like have the ingredients at your house. 
it was kind of fun. It would be fun. It would be fun, definitely, if you had kids. Yeah. <laughs> Not just us staring at each other, eating it this right before bed. <laughs> it's like nine o'clock. <laughs> okay, Maddie, can you please introduce our next segment? <clears throat> now it's time to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. Well, you've missed the first part, which is now it's time for dishes drive through. We give you an easy recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. Okay, I'm going to do that. Jot it down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Get with it. Okay, so this is a write-in from Ashley. If you would like to leave your own ditch or drive-thru, you can do so by emailing. What's the email, babe? Do you listen <laughs> to this podcast? It's hello at the karmaofficial.com. I was just about to say that. You actually took the words right okay. out of my mouth. So this comes from Ashley. And this sounds really good. I think you would like this, Maddie. So she says she has a dish of drive through and it's similar to the buffalo chicken sweet potato. It's a barbecue chicken baked potato, which sounds great. She says you need shredded barbecue chicken, um, which you can make, you know, in the crock pot. You can go to the, your local barbecue spot, get some barbecue chicken, however you like to make it. A baked potato and topping she said she usually uses shredded shredded cheddar cheese ranch and crispy onions but you could really do whatever you have on hand i think like a green onion sounds good some sour cream would be good um she said this certainly isn't the healthiest entree but it's not uh, actually that's not that unhealthy actually if you think about it because you have a protein a good carb i mean the toppings is probably the area where you're getting a little dicey but like that's a pretty balanced meal actually and bada bing, bada boom. Not to go down the rabbit hole, but do you know how much sugar is in barbecue sauce? No, I don't. Like an alarming amount. Really? Yeah. So I would encourage you to like rent. I went down a keto rabbit hole a number of years ago. Okay. Um, do tell. Well, not to go, you know, down that down that road per se, but the one super positive thing that you can kind of take away long term is you really look at nutrition facts yeah because you're trying to keep the total number of carbohydrates and sugars to essentially your bare minimum mm -hmm. but when you look at a barbecue sauces nutrition facts uh it's it's like the equivalent like a i can't remember if it's a teaspoon or a tablespoon obviously i know there's a big difference but yeah it's like whatever the serving size is it's like 45 grams of sugar carbohydrates on just a random bottle of barbecue. Wow, I so had no idea. Yeah, it's like a full-blown Coca-Cola. Because I always just think, well, but okay, I see what you mean. So if you're using like a tablespoon of it, it's like 45 grams. For yeah, sure. and when I use barbecue sauce, I apply very liberally. Yeah, I mean, who's ever, who's ever approaching the actual serving size recommendations for a sauce? I always think sauces are zero calories across the board, and that's my toxic trait. You're a big sauce gal. I'm a huge sauce gal. So I didn't know that, but I have seen that there are a lot of good alternatives to, uh, or not alternatives, but healthier barbecue sauces that are out there. I feel like I see that a lot on social media. Yeah, and I will say I'm typically looking at your like sweet baby rays. Yeah, which so, are for the record delicious. Yeah, but I probably mean, because they have they have so much sugar in them. Copious amounts of sugar. Maddie, that's very interesting. Thank you for bringing that fun fact to our dish to drive through. Please fact check me and send all your DMs saying that I'm wrong uh, directly to Liz. Please Saint don't. John. Please don't. We'll just <laughs> if he's wrong, we'll just we'll just go with it. You know, this is the carpool podcast, and if we didn't speak about things that we had no right speaking about, it wouldn't be an episode. You know. <laughs> invest in Rivian. <laughs> yeah, invest in Rivian. 
<laughs> exactly. And speaking of, I'm, I'm not bringing in history news because I don't want to step on Kelly's toes and... I just didn't really, I, I didn't have anything. So we're skipping that portion. And with that, unless you have anything you want to bring, Maddie. Uh, what, what's your game plan with these um, baby name clues? Because I know um, Kelly was giving those out, I think, weekly. Um, no, she was not giving them out weekly. I think I I have like five in the arsenal that I could. I'm going to give another clue right now. No, Maddie. Podcast listeners, go ahead and take a seat if you're not already sitting down <laughs> and go ahead and turn it up. Well, where did this podcast this voice come from? baby's name has both vowels and consonants in it. Maddie, that gave it right away. And once again, listeners, if you can recall, the initials are SBJ. That's Sierra Bravo Juliet. Well, those aren't the initials of... Well, that's essentially his name, so... Okay. He will go by SBJ throughout the entirety of his life, okay. so... Okay. Wow, Maddie, you were just really where I don't know, you really just came out of the woodworks at the end of this podcast. It was a fruit roll up, so I'll be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, you got a little sugar high I right mean, now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got a little pick me up. <laughs> Should have started with it. <laughs> okay, Maddie, you have anything else you want to say to the listeners? <laughs> Why do you get so No, he doesn't. I feel like I gotta put on the spot, even though I'm sitting here with headphones and a microphone in front of my face. No, you guys are great. Keep up the good work. Thanks. So with that, <laughs> that's our episode. So do you want to close this out? Do you know how I usually close this out? <laughs> no. So be sure to follow us on Instagram. You can leave us five stars. <laughs> Maybe not based off of this. Don't hold this episode against us. <laughs> um, subscribe to the podcast and we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.